Well, hello, it is Friday. So glad that you're here. It is January the 5th. Here's what we're working on this morning. It is day two of the sentencing hearing of the man responsible for the deaths of a Muslim family in London. McMaster University and its student union are named in a $77 million class action lawsuit alleging anti-Semitism. And the Ticats and quarterback Bo Levi Mitchell have agreed on a significant contract restructuring. Have you seen my pen? Did I, bring, did I bring a pen in here? I think it's over here. I don't know how this happens. This is one of those things, have you noticed, I always have a pen in my hand. Like, <laughs> just, I feel like I don't have a shirt on if I don't have my pen. So, thank you. Thank you. I have another shirt here, too, <laughs> if you need one. If I do yes. show up with no shirt on. Okay. Uh, uh, no tie bow tie day. Yeah. How can you tell it's Friday, huh? No tie bow tie. Good to see you, pal. What's going on? You as well. We'll see some sunshine today. Maybe not quite as much as we had yesterday. Oh, it was so lovely to see that sun. It was sun. beautiful. It yeah. really was. Everybody was talking about it. What's that in the sky? Because well, it was chilly, but yeah. because oh, it was yeah. sun, we, we hadn't seen that vitamin D in so That's long. Right. It was People were happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was ni uh, nice to see that. It was chilly. We only got to minus four yesterday. Today, we should hit the freezing mark. So zero, a little bit milder. We will see some sun, mix of sun and clouds generally for the day today. We are getting some light flurry activity this morning. That should come to an end, and then we'll see a bit of sunshine. But yeah, milder today, high of zero. We'll talk about it coming up. Quick check on traffic because, well, as usual on Friday, volumes fairly light, been very light throughout the week uh, between um, Christmas and New Year's and the week after usually. Uh, 403 Waterdown Road doing fine, uh, no problems right there. MTO traffic cameras once again just give you a few kind of an overview of what's going on. We'll look at the, okay, do I have to change that? All right, here, let's change. <laughs> cameras come and go sometimes, you know. Hopefully that will be there. Um, no? Yes, that is. Okay, top of the Burlington Skyway Bridge. Looks good here. Not so, not a lot to see right there. And then we'll flip ahead to the QEW in Burl Oak. Nothing going on on the roads. No collisions, no volume. So please take it carefully. We'll look at weather and traffic coming up in a few minutes right now. Yeah, we start the same place we started yesterday because the sentencing of a man found responsible for killing four members of a Muslim family is underway in London, Ontario, with more emotional victim impact statements today. Let's bring in Simone Gavros, who joins us with the latest on uh, what happened yesterday. Good morning, Simone. Good morning, Tim. Well, it was a difficult first day of the sentencing hearing as family, friends and community members expressed their feelings about this loss and leaders in the Muslim community gathered in front of the courthouse to share their emotional statements. What our London family has gone through for the past two and a half years and had to relive over the past couple of weeks has been an extremely difficult trial and has been beyond heartbreaking. We are here with them and we will never leave their side because this is a pain that we have felt far too often in this country. And now with the most significant rise of Islamophobia in decades, we must unite as a country against hate. Loved ones and community members delivered victim impact statements during the first day of the sentencing hearing, and they're expected to be 70 statements read over the course of both days. Many remember the Offsal family as loving and peaceful and say that they miss them every day. 
Four members were killed on June 6, 2021, when they were deliberately run down by a man with his truck. He was convicted last year of four counts of first-degree murder and one count of attempted murder. Community members continue to call for action, demanding that everything be done to make sure something like this never happens again. Now, the final sentence will be given on January 23rd after lawyers argue whether or not this crime was an act of terrorism. Annette, back to you. Okay, thanks very much, Simone. Well, two fires in Fort Erie have caused extensive damage. The first one yesterday happened at a kitchen countertop business. It started around 9.30 in the morning. Additional fire crews were brought in from Port Colburn and Niagara Falls to help out. Officials don't have an estimate on damages yet. There are no reports of injuries, and Niagara police say there's no indication that this fire was suspicious. The cause of it, though, is still being investigated. Now, not very far away in Crystal Beach, a home on Schooley Road caught fire. Fort Erie Fire and Niagara police responded as well. Now. There were no people inside, but a dog and cat were recovered. The dog was resuscitated by first responders, but the cat died. The um, damage is expected to be more than $100,000 in this fire, and the cause of this one also being investigated. A Jewish civil rights organization, the law firm Diamond and Diamond, are filing a $77 million class action lawsuit against McMaster and the student union over claims of anti-Semitism. McMaster, as well as the other universities, have displayed years and years of anti-Semitism on campus. They've allowed it to happen. And in the wake of October 7th and the terrorist attack in Hamas, there has been unprecedented amounts of anti-Semitism on these campuses. So the group is also going after schools across the country for a total of more than $300 million. Now, MAC officials would not go on camera, but issued a statement saying they are steadfast in its commitment to providing a safe and welcoming environment where our community members feel a sense of belonging. A Conservative member of Parliament in Haldeman, Norfolk, has supported a petition for Canada to leave the United Nations. More than 67,000 Canadians have signed the petition from Haldeman, Norfolk MP Leslin Lewis. The petition says the UN, quote, undermines national sovereignty and personal autonomy. It takes specific issue with the UN's sustainability targets and the World Health Organization's comprehensive sexuality education. Both are hot-button issues in North America. Well, the implications would be pretty significant. I mean, for one thing, I think everybody would be very surprised. Um, and it takes us, if we were to do it, it takes us out of the system altogether, meaning the international system. There's 193 states. Um, they are all members of the United Nations, even countries like North Korea. Um, so to pull ourselves out of that is very much to isolate ourselves in the international community. Liberal MP Rob Oliphant calls the petition absurd and dangerous. The petition is open for signatures until February 7th, and then it will be brought to the House of Commons. Burlington's Member of Parliament is being credited for re-energizing the federal Liberal caucus. A Liberal strategist says Karina Gould, who is now the government House leader, brought back the fight after a year of falling support in national polls. Greg McEachern says rank-and-file Liberals understand that you can't be in government forever, but they want to be able to fight at full strength. Gould has made a name for herself by leading the charge against Conservative critics in the House of Commons. 
Well, the Burlington Public Library is getting ready to host a new space of STEAM programming, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So STEAM programming really emphasizes collaboration. It emphasizes experimentation, not being afraid to try something. If it doesn't work, really thinking about why doesn't it work and asking yourself, like, what happens if? What happens if I change this, if I try this, if I try that? This colorful discovery space at Burlington's Central Library provides children space to build, tinker and create by using bins of supplies, toys and technology. The space will open uh, Monday at and be open from one in the afternoon until eight in the evening. And Milton's Public Library has launched a new program to encourage very young readers. Through the Baby Bees First Reads program, literacy kits and library cards are being given to all babies delivered at Halton Healthcare Hospitals. The kits are available in six languages. It's to encourage young families to foster a love of liter literacy they hope will last a lifetime. All right, into sports line we go, and lots of places to to uh, start because it was a busy night in sports. But I want to begin with the local football team, who have readjusted things for one of their quarterbacks. According to friend of the show Justin Dunk of Three Down Nation, Bo Levi Mitchell has accepted a pay cut to stay with the Ticats. The 33-year-old who signed a three-year, $1.62 million deal with the Tabbies last January was due to make over 500000 this coming season. But after a difficult first year in the black and gold and an off-season bonus looming, that salary has been slashed in half, according to Dunk, with incentives worked in if he is able to secure the starting quarterback job. Matt Schiltz and Taylor Powell will also be fighting for that starting job under new head coach Scott Milanovic. Fires it into the corner. Romani is there along with Okatundu. Here's a chance. They score! And in North Bay where the Brantford Bulldogs kicked off the 2024 part of their OHL schedule in North Bay. And despite going out in front 2-0, they allowed the battalion back into the game. And they scored the winner with seven minutes left right there. They would have an empty netter for the 4-2 win. Cole Brown, Florian Jacki scored for the Dogs who try and halt a two-game slide in Sudbury tonight. The left wall, Tuck slides it across, Barson scores! What a shot! Yeah, busy night in the NHL ice with 13 games. Big night for the Buffalo Sabres, which is rare to say this season. As they went into Montreal, dominated the Canadians. Jeff Skinner had four points, including that goal. Tage Thompson would have a couple himself. And local kid and Sabres goalie, Devin Levi, made 32 saves in his hometown as Buffalo smoked the Habs 6-1 to pull within a point of them in the standings. No Maple Leafs last night. They're coming off back-to-back -back wins in California thanks to Austin Matthews' OT winner over Anaheim on Wednesday, which we showed you yesterday, which was his 30th of the season to lead the league. He will be leading the Leafs at the upcoming All-Star game that is happening in Toronto at the beginning of February. The league announced a player for every team to be represented to the game, which includes the like of Connor, Con likes of Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, and the newbie, Connor Bedard. But it does not include... A number of top point getters like William Nylander, who is now going to have to wait to be voted in by the fans. World Junior Final is all set for this afternoon. It will feature the two favorites heading into the annual holiday tourney. Canada was ousted by Czechia earlier this week, so they didn't get a chance to play the high-powered Americans who were undefeated after scoring late against Finland in one semifinal. They faced the hometown Swedes, whose three third-period goals propelled them into the gold medal match and will face the Americans for the first time in the gold medal game since 2013. I want to wrap up Sportsline, however, with this. 
Jokic has it. Clock ticks. Got to put one up. Jokic for the win. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Is there nothing the Nuggets Nikola Jokic can't do? The two-time MVP drained a 39-footer at the buzzer. Look at this. To propel the defending champs in Denver to a thrilling 130-127 win over Steph Curry and the Warriors. Denver actually trailed by 18 with six minutes to go before they mounted the comeback and finished with that buzzer beater. Oh, yeah, we had the uh, alarm go off. That's your buzzer on a Friday morning here. 612 is the time. We're looking at traffic, first of all. Then we'll get to our forecast for not only today, but the weekend coming up. Uh, looks good here still. No problems. 403 at Waterdown Road area, Toronto bound towards us. No problems at all. Uh, to our MTO traffic cameras, how about we check into St. Catharines. Garden City Skyway is very light at the moment, so nothing to see there. Same with Centennial Parkway all the way through the 403 junction. So Toronto bound lanes heading away from us toward Brant Street on that. Here's east of Royal Windsor around the Ford plant. Looks good. And Mississauga Road. Nothing to see this morning, so take it carefully, please. Roads could be a little bit greasy. We've had some light flurry activity this morning that we could still hang on to for a little while. Otherwise, we're going to start to see some sun. So minus four is our temperature right now. Just came up this hour from minus five. Uh, winds make it feel like minus 10, but notice that wind. It's a southwest wind today, so that's going to help uh, get our temperature up a little bit. And we still do have some light flurry activity. No problems once again with air quality today in the low range risk category. Uh, we've had a little flurry activity as you can see particularly up around Georgian Bay. It has just penetrated into the horseshoe, but it's starting to push off towards the east at the moment. Ridge of high pressure going to give us a little bit of sunshine once again to start the day. Um, a mix of sun and clouds, we'll call it, and then the clouds roll in tonight and we'll have some clouds with some flurries, it looks like, on and off throughout the weekend. But today, temperatures on the freezing mark, so better than yesterday. Yesterday was a chilly day, minus four only. Mix of sun and clouds for the day today and that chance of flurries this morning. Tonight, will be partly cloudy. It'll be chilly, cold once again, minus four, five, and six around the horseshoe. Wind chill values around minus nine for tonight. And then tomorrow, temperatures actually on the plus side, uh, but a mainly cloudy sky. Uh, looking at temperatures anywhere from zero, but generally plus one right around the horseshoe. Little flurry activity as possible for Toronto. So stepping out the door, fifth morning of January, but more importantly, it's Friday. Cloudy skies, some light snow, temperature minus four. Long range coming up. Annette, Tim. Okay, look who joins us this morning. Who is, who, Emily who, is who back. Is, who is that? <laughs> I've only been gone for two days. Yeah, but two. we haven't seen you for a couple of yeah. weeks I because know, we were off while you, you were, were hold, working. You were holding on the fort. By the way, because we yes. were sleeping in last week, yes. so I didn't see. How'd the whole weather experiment go uh, last week for you? You know what? Brian Wood, he taught me well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Right. It went really well, actually. It was fun kind of getting into my All old, right. you yeah, know. Yeah, working that old muscle, huh? Yeah, All it right. was fun. It was totally muscle memory because yeah. I did, you know, throw out a couple of words that I was like, I don't know if they use those words here, yeah. but okay. <laughs> you didn't bring any sun, but whatever. I it's didn't. Fine. It's been miserable, but yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was, was lovely yes. and the peak today is, awesome. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take well, it. Great to have you back. What are we, uh, we're, the couch misses us. Yes. The couch does miss us. Well, we're going to be talking about the Spice Girls. I'll tell <laughs> you what you want, what you really, really want coming up on the couch. Okay. okay. I want to know your favorite Spice Girl too. Okay. We'll get, uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Uh, coming up after the break. So we'll get into business news and the UN uh, UN's outlook for the economy this year. Pretty bleak. We'll tell you why.
All right, glad you're with us on this Friday. Coming up on 618, here's the numbers for you. Canadian dollar, it is down 15 basis points, 74.76 cents U.S. Gold down just over 5 bucks, 20.44.90 an ounce. Crude oil up 56 cents, 72.75 a barrel. Off to Europe. Hey, Europe, it's Friday. Markets are down in London, Frankfurt, and Paris. In Asia, the markets were up today in Tokyo, but down in Hong Kong and Shanghai. Checking North American markets, the TSX gained 53 points, the Dow was up 10, and the Nasdaq fell 82. I hope you've had a great week. Whatever you've been up to, let's get into some business news. And the United Nations has issued a somber global economic forecast for 2024. It's projecting global economic growth would slow to 2.4% this year from an estimated 2.7% last year. Well, today's flagship economic report exceeds expectations. Both figures are still below the 3% growth rate before the COVID pandemic back in 2020. The UN points to challenges from escalating conflicts, sluggish global trade, persistently high interest rates, and increasing climate disasters. New York City is filing a lawsuit against 17 charter bus companies. They're being used to bring migrants from the U.S.-Mexico border. In the past two years, Texas has bused more than 33,000 people who crossed the border and sent them to New York. These companies have violated state law by not paying the cost of caring for these migrants. Governor Abbott's continuing use of migrants as political pawns is not only chaotic, and inhumane, but makes clear he puts politics over people. New York Mayor Eric Adams says there's a law that forbids anyone from bringing a person into the city for the purpose of making them a public charge. The lawsuit seeks $708 million in damage. That's how much the city says it's spent caring for migrants. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who's behind the practice, has called the lawsuit baseless. And the state's Verizon customers could get a $100 thanks to a settlement of a class action lawsuit. Lawsuit alleges Verizon was charging customers undisclosed administration fees in a, quote, deceptive and unfair manner. So Verizon, they've denied any wrongdoing, but has agreed to pay $100 million to settle this lawsuit. Current and former customers who were charged administrative fees between January 1st, 2016 and November 8th of last year. They're eligible to receive up to 100 bucks. Those who are eligible will be notified via email or will receive a letter in the mail. Verizon says they'll continue to charge the administration fees, but they will make sure their customers agree to the discloses to those charges. Okay, we're taking a quick break right now. You need more water, mm. I need more tea. Mm. Brian's gonna be back with your traffic in the seven day Paper, forecast. rock, scissors, who gets it? One, two, three. Yeah. 623 is the time, just about 624. We'll check our traffic cameras this morning. We'll check the skyways to start things off here. Here's the Garden City Skyway, the west camera. Not seeing any problems right there. How about the top of the Burlington Skyway? Doing fine. Keep in mind the uh, Burlington Canal lift bridge continues to be completely closed um, right straight through March. Uh, so we're looking no problems across the Skyway. Here's Burlope camera. Nothing to see. Aaron Mills Parkway. Even the 403 going through Mississauga. It's very late this morning. Let's get to some of the temperatures that we have right now. Temperature in Hamilton sitting at minus four, wind chill about minus nine. 
Chillier for Grimsby this morning. Minus 5, but minus 3 and 2 for Mississauga into Toronto. We'll talk about seasonal temperatures. This is where we figure we should be during a daytime high and for an overnight low. Minus 2 and minus 9. So we're above seasonal to, to have an overnight low right now. Those are our sun times and our records for today. And yeah, we will see some sunshine for today. A mix of sun and clouds. That flurry activity is going to be this morning. That'll taper off, but a zero high for the day, so a bit milder today. Minus five tonight, tomorrow, plus side, plus one, but fairly cloudy. I mean, we could see a bit of sunshine, but a mostly cloudy sky. Flurries on Sunday and zero. Sunshine for Monday, zero again, and then the plus side for Tuesday and Wednesday. Bit of snow is possible for Tuesday. That's your forecast, Annette, Tim. Okay, here's your chance to win $100 in Lotto Max with Encore lottery tickets. So tonight's Lotto Mac jackpot, jackpot is an estimated $40 million. Million. Million Lotto Max. Uh, dream to the max. To enter, head to our giveaway page at cach.com slash Lotto Max. Okay, you don't need to win the lotto to do this. You can now go straight to the moon without ever leaving your couch. All right, NASA is inviting members of the public to send their names to the moon aboard its first ever robotic lunar rover. It's called Viper, and it will be heading to the moon's South Pole to study water and the environment there and is also where NASA plans on landing the first woman and first person of color under its Artemis program which also includes Buzz Lightyear himself. <laughs> he looks like Buzz Lightyear, Canadian <laughs> yeah, astronaut Jeremy Hansen. is yeah. part of it. So you have until March 15th to submit your name to NASA's website where you'll be able to download a boarding yes, pass okay. with your name. Oh, Annette and Tim, we're both going. Mm, fun. I want the window. <laughs> I thought you were Call aisle. It. Call that. You no, aisle? I am always window. Okay. What's the bathroom situation on these things? <laughs> okay. We could continue with that, but tell. Tell me during the break. <laughs> you probably know what I'm going to say. He's looking for a purple door. Oh, goodness, yes. It is the infamous purple door here in the building. Uh, we got to go. We'll be back, though, in a couple minutes. Yeah. You're not going up to...